You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me and Chris Meany, and it's you, and we are here to get after the DFS slate once again, because that's what we do, baby. We just get after it anyway. We know how. Plus, if you're enjoying the baseball show, here's your chance. Go Go, go, subscribe to the pre-snap online star. That's right, the pre-snap show. You can listen to the podcast. It's our NFL version of this podcast, and that's going to be coming out very, very soon. We're just a couple weeks away from that. So don't say that I didn't tell you so. You say, well, when's the show come out? Well, go subscribe to the pre-snap, and then you'll know. And then every time the show comes out, boom. So it's going to be a Monday show, a Thursday show, and there's going to be a betting show in between. So all your DFS, all your wagering, everything's taken care of. And I mean, what more can you ask for, right, Chris Meany? Not much more than that. Uh, looking forward to it. I, August 1st, football, Hall of Fame game. I know it's just preseason, but we're here. We're basically here. Right. So looking forward to that, getting prepared. Obviously, hopefully you have your, your fantasy black book I mean, to prepare you well, for the season as well. By the way, three straight weeks, number one on fantasy sports on Amazon. And we're well number done. three in football books right now. So yes. how about them, Apple? So look, check that out. Look, if you're getting ready, I'm telling you, Chris did the DFS chapter. It's brilliant as always. Um, if you didn't get the baseball version, I question your your choices in life. But look, the NFL is here now. Get your black book over on Amazon or on iTunes. You get the paperback version on Amazon or Kindle. And we're crushing it again this year. It's great. It's comprehensive. Relative position value will change forever the way you play fantasy sports it and really DFS will. and season long everything. It's the uh, it's the best tool out there because it's easy and it works. And I like things that are easy and work, like can openers. It's easy, it works. I can get in there and get whatever I need out of the can. That's what I'm talking about, right? I, I don't. I'm not a fan of those electric can openers, though. No, those ones that that's hang on the wall. Oh, oh, yeah, dude. that's those like are the, the same old people school... that buy lineups. Right. Yes, that's like the old school <laughs> rankers out there that are just like ranking guys, like relative position value Loser. and tiers. That's the new age, the new step. I like it. Yeah, that's it's right. Loser losers use the electric can opener real men and women they open up the can they open up we're gonna open up a can of whoop ass on the slate today we got a bunch of day games but before we do let's do what we got right and what we got wrong lance lynn unfortunately got the loss yesterday but wasn't terrible i mean honestly he pitched pretty good but the guy that was great was the guy that i loved the most it was brandon woodruff yet again at home i told you ownership would be a little spotty because of the braves not to worry about it the brewers supported him in the best way 13 runs uh, another great start for Woodruff and 33 home runs from Yelich now. I mean, Chris, I got to tell you, I was always a fan of Yelich. I thought the power was a bit of an outlier last year. I was wrong. He's been absolutely terrific. Yeah, he really has. I mean, you'd have to look into it, but like, a, you know, the last half of the second half and then this first half, I mean, what does he have? Like 60 homers? I mean, he's been he's been unbelievable. He's been so good, so impressive. 33 bombs, 36 last year. I mean, yeah, there's there's really not a whole lot to say besides the fact, you know, sometimes you you hear about that myth, 26, 27 year age, you know, some of that power comes along. 
we're definitely seeing it with him 27 years old he is he's an all-around just phenomenal player he's a beauty he really is yeah. i was looking at hard hit rates the other day and just against right-handed pitching and he's like a 66 percent hard hit rate against right-handed pitching like top of the league like he's just he's very very dominant yeah, absolutely. And speaking of dominant, the Yankees offense continues to be dominant. Eight runs for them. We talked at length about Didi Gregorius yesterday. He went yard and Carnacion went yard. So the bottom of that order is still very, very productive. That's a positive for sure. Uh, the Red Sox are questioning, like we were now, why the hell did you trade for Andrew Kashner? Because he stinks. Doubt. And yeah. the Blue Jays went all over him. Uh, just, you know, crazy. But, this thing like, if you can't beat the run. Blue Jays with Andrew Kastner, you can't beat them. <laughs> what are you doing, like, when you get into a wild card match with the Twins or or Cleveland or you got to play I Houston first, right? Like, come on. Like, it's just, yeah, the Red Sox were – that was the most frustrating thing for me yesterday. I mean, we got runs with the Dodgers and the Phillies. Walker Buehler wasn't great, but uh, we still got runs there. Like, Muncie and Bellinger went yard again. Pollock, we talked about right-handed bats. Like, that was that was a positive. But the biggest downfall for me on the slate and, you know, in terms of betting lines was, was the Red Sox. I mean, giving up 10 runs to the Blue Jays and only scoring four themselves, so. It's a little disappointing. I'm going right back to it today. <laughs> well, look, if you faded the Twins and Mets yesterday, you did a good yep. job because you listened to us. Call also, with you the faded, and you faded, and you and also Dylan Cease, we were way running away from him. That was a oh, terrible yes. price. Everything yes. there was terrible. Guess what? They jumped on him early, and uh, they lost 11 nothing. And Whit Merrifield continues to just rake. He's got his 12th home run now already. Uh, Hunter Dozier went yard in that one, too. So uh, we told you, like, don't get excited about these young kids in – it's one thing about your season long. It's another thing in DFS to get excited about the young call-ups because they're limited. They're still trying to figure things out. It's not always a good investment depending on the price. And last night, the price on DK was terrible. And we told you, do not do this. It's a terrible idea. A good idea was Yastrzemski who went yard again. Oh, you baby. were talking about it. We were talking about it. Those guys, they just keep hitting. <laughs> Trevor Story and Ian Desmond, who Chris messaged yesterday, hit lefties well. And wouldn't you know it, Ian Desmond goes yard. So a pretty good day for us. I didn't get a home run right with Chris Davis. Chapman and Olsen went yard, not Chris Davis, sigh yet again. But our boy Nitro DFS went yard, I believe, correct? Yeah, shout out to Ryan Humphreys again. I think it's two you. straight with Juan Soto. Um, yeah, we had I had Soto over at, at TQE, but I, I do a couple home run calls there. This is what I really care about, the one shot, and Ryan Humphreys is bringing it. And you know the Giants, again, eight runs all of a sudden? They are tied with the Rockies, <laughs> the exact same record. And they Nuts. still lead baseball and runs over the last two weeks, 71, and the Angels again, 68. So we had another strong showing from the Angels without Mike Trout again. Another win against the Astros, put up seven runs. Pujols was good in that game, and it looks like Trout will return today So against Garrett Cole. So interesting All right. today. Let's get after it because we got a ton of day games, so I want to get these on here real fast. So we've got the A's at home with Homer Bailey making his first start for the A's against Eric Swanson. we got John Gray in Colorado against Sean Anderson. Uh, then we've got the Braves and Milwaukee. So Chase Anderson, Dallas Keuchel, Sonny Gray, you Darvish. Uh, you got the Mets and Twins. I don't have nothing to do with Perez or Vargas. You can take both those lefties and stick them. Archer, Ponce Leon, don't like any of those guys either. So let's start off offensively because I think that's where we got to start. You want to get pieces of Colorado. You want to get pieces of Milwaukee. I mean, that's absolutely the way to do it here. Uh, Milwaukee lineup just came out. And looking at it right now, Chris, Kesson Hura is 3.4, hitting the cleanup spot on FanDuel today. I think you start that Milwaukee lineup <laughs> and that's in that spot right there. I think that's a must own today. Yeah, I would agree with you there. And Kesson Hira is still a great value on, on FanDuel. Another home run from him yesterday. He's been, he's just been lights out, you know, all season. Very, very impressive stuff. Uh, in fact, he's he's got three 
three multi-hit games. Like he's two in a row where he's had at least three hits, but he's, I mean, looking at the game log, it's just this guy gets on base and makes things happen every single day. So uh, yeah, Dallas Keuchel is not one of our favorite pitchers. I think we can pick on him. He's got a very high contact rate so far. He does keep the ball on the ground, but we've talked about it numerous times. Milwaukee is just one of those parks. It's a lot like Colorado where runs just happen. We saw Milwaukee put up double digit runs yesterday. So I'm with you there. I think there's going to be some, some runs in, in Milwaukee and it's hard to shy away from what's going on in Colorado right now between well, San especially Fran in the and time. We all know yeah, in the daytime exactly. too. I, I will say this though. He, here's, here's my approach to the day slate. I'm going to load up. I might even pay up for Yelich. Uh, I want here. I want, I mean, I understand it's Keiko. I really don't care. I mean, he doesn't scare the hell out of me. Um, so I'm going to go right back to the, the, the Yelich. Well, I'm going to go right back to all those guys. And, I think I'm going to go up for the dolls and Blackmans and all those guys and say, well, how can you do that, Joe? And I'll tell you how you can do it. You do it with John Gray at seven, five. I mean, this is a no brainer for me, Chris. It's, it's John Gray at seven, five, and he's been better at home this year than he has been on the road. Uh, it's a no brainer on FanDuel on the DK side. He's eight, six, still very attainable. I don't, I don't think that makes as much of a problem at all. The trouble is finding a secondary pitcher today. So for you in the afternoon slate, how do you afford Milwaukee and Colorado with Gray and a second pitcher? Who's the guy we are looking for that can get you the W? Is it Darvish? Is it Sonny Gray? Problem is those guys are expensive. Both of them actually more expensive by a significant amount than John Gray. So where do you go? Yeah, it's a good question. John Gray's a great one. Line star app agrees with you as well. And I think it's a contrarian play talking about the Giants. We've been talking about them for a couple weeks now. So maybe people are going to shy away from John Gray. And you're right. He's been pretty good at home. So I like that call by you. I think he's a great tournament arm. Yeah. Where are you going to pay? Where, where are you going to do it? I mean, I don't want to go Vargas against the twins. Uh, they hit lefties pretty well. So I don't want to go there. Definitely don't want to go with any of the Anderson boys, you know, Chase or Sean. Don't want to go there either. You know, Sonny Gray has been really, really, really good, um, but he's 10-2 on DraftKings, and that just that goes away from what you want to do, and I want to do what you want to do. I want to get the bats. Like, I got to get some bats in there. So I think you're just going to really have to take a shot, whether it's Martin Perez or you're really spending down for a guy like Homer Bailey. I know it doesn't, it's not great, um, but really the Seattle lineup is, they have a lot of swing and misses in their lineup. They're not a good ball team right now. They're probably not going to win this game. You know that Oakland's going to be able to score some runs against Tommy Malone. So I think maybe if you just spend down, you go, you plug in on DraftKings, you go Gray and Bailey. Then you have an average of 4.3 to, to yeah. spend for the rest of your lineup. And I, I think, think that's, that's the way, way to go. go. I yeah. agree too. I think it's Bailey too. The better ballpark, all that. That's where I was going. So I'm glad you went there too. So there you go. Stack Colorado. Stack Milwaukee, be simple. Don't try to get fancy. John Gray it up. And if you're on the two pitcher site, John Gray, Homer Bailey it up. That's 14-5 combined for your, I'm sorry, not 14-5. That's uh, 15-6 uh, for your combined pitchers. And that's a pretty good spot to be in. So let's move on to the evening slate here. We got Aaron Brooks. Uh, a little chance of oh, some weather too coming because I know there's going to be some thunderstorms in the New Jersey area. So just keep in mind too, there's going to be some precipitation out there tonight. So the Yankee game, I'm I'm not cautiously optimistic about at all. There's going to be some serious rain potentially too in that one. So we'll get to that in a second, but could be some rain in Baltimore. Brooks and Eric Feedy in this one. Um, uh, look, you know I don't love this one, uh, but I don't hate it from the Washington Nationals offense standpoint as well. So I'm looking at Soto, but he's super expensive on DK, which means, of course, the Nationals become much more friend-friendly over on FanDuel, and that means Soto is just 4K, which is a good spot for him. Adam Eaton's at 2.9, Trey Turner's at 3.9, 
Rendon 4-3. That's a good group. And of course, if you want to go down to the Zimmermans or Dozers or the 2A, 2-6, you could do that too. But I like the Nats tonight against Baltimore in that ballpark. I think that's a good spot there for them. Yeah, it is. Guys like Matt Adams. Matt Adams went yard yesterday. He should get back into the lineup, a lefty versus a righty here. He's 2-7 on FanDuel. You're just looking at Brooks' numbers. I mean, he's really struggled against left-handed bats. I mean, he's allowed seven home runs, a 505 slugging, 344 Woba. So I think that, like, Soto, again, is is probably a must-play. I know, like you said, harder to get on DK, but four on FanDuel and you know if Zimmerman gets in there Dozier like these are guys that I think you can make work and you know tournament standpoint yeah there's gonna be some runs again from Washington 6.5 team applied total is one of the highest on the board and you're right like Yankees that game could get postponed the Phillies game could get postponed there's there's some weather Boston game could get postponed so there's some weather games to really keep an eye on so I mean if you're playing cash if you're a cash game player it might be Washington bats guys like Washington or Cleveland the two teams you probably want to get involved with yeah, I would agree. Yeah, the, those East Coast games is a bad combination here tonight. We talked about uh, Philadelphia two potential rain there. Kent Maeda, Nick Pavetta in that one. Um, if they do get that in, I mean, obviously I lean towards. You look at Kent Maeda as a guy that can get the W here against Pavetta. Pavetta has been unimpressive since he came back. I'm sorry. Uh, Eight point three on DK is a very good value for Maeda. A little bit of a discount from last time. I think last time was in the nine range. It was a little yeah. expensive and it was not a good spot. But love him here. Uh, another outing here against the Phillies. So uh, that means you load up on your lefty bats there. That means the Muncies again. Uh, I know they're expensive, but Muncie and Bellinger, you got to go. Verdugo in the two hole. That's a good spot for him too. DK, obviously much more friendly. Cody Bellinger, 4-8. But Peterson, 4-2-8. Uh, Verdugo, 3-1. I These mean, guys haven't changed their price. I don't understand it. They crazy. scored like 20 it's runs in two dude. days. Like it AJ Pollock, 3-3. Make... It's just it's just Yeah. Crazy. Pollock went yard yesterday. Uh, Bellinger and Muncie have had a home run each in their first two games. I think Bellinger had two in the first one, and they both homered again yesterday. So, like, none of these guys have changed in price. I really just don't understand it. It's lefties and righties. Like, definitely want to get some lefties in there, but I wouldn't ignore A.J. Pollock at 3-3. Just looking at Pavetta, like, it's just – it's been bad. Righties and lefties have crushed him, but righties have a 321 average, nine homers, a 385 Woba, a much higher hard hit rate and fly ball rate. So this is a good spot again for the Dodgers. It really is. And I think, you know, like I said, people may shy away because some of the weather. So maybe we'll get them low owned in in tournaments. But if you're playing on FanDuel, it's just you'd be silly not to put together, you know, four Dodgers mix and match. I I would just have Bellinger and Muncie on both. And you do two or three lineups with these two teams with the Dodgers have Bellinger and Muncie on like two of the three and just mix and match like Jock and Turner and Pollock and Seager. Like they're just going to score runs again. I agree. Uh, and I look, I love Clevenger tonight too as a cash oh, game yeah. pitcher, nine four against the Tigers. I love this. This is great. And you know, your problem is you look at the rest of the slate and you see guys like, oh, Chris Paddock. Well, I like Chris Paddock, but he's only five hundred dollars less on FanDuel. So I mean, it's a little bit of a savings, but not a huge amount. And then, ironically, you go over to DK, and it's the inverse. Paddock is actually more expensive uh, by a thousand dollars almost, and that's oh, just. Weird. This is nuts to me. And I and I really was liking Paddock coming into tonight until I saw the prices. And I, yeah. well, I like him coming off the, the long rest. I like him going into Miami. All these things are positive. It's not that I dislike Paddock. I just don't love the price. I'm not saying you don't go there. On Fanduel. you can do it. On DK, I think it's a little tricky uh, when you go through that. Uh, but look, Framiel Reyes went yard again yesterday. Another guy in the middle of that order just crushes the baseball. So at 3-8 on DK, that's a huge this is a huge savings. I know it's a righty righty matchup. I don't care. I think you got to be aware of that. And then he's just 2.8 on FanDuel. I mean, come on. 
2.8, Chris, for Franmil with that power? I, Why not? I, I believe only Mike Trout has more home runs against right-handed pitching than Franmil Reyes. Yeah. Well, like, uh, they, they look at it, and it's like, oh, it's righty on righty. But I don't care. I mean, Franmil just crushes the baseball. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> like, he what does. What are you talking about? Yeah, he's got tremendous power. I don't know. You're right about Clevenger. I mean, we saw Zach Plesak. He only went three innings uh, yesterday against Detroit, but there was three scoreless, didn't give up a hit. And that's 10 innings against Detroit where he's only allowed one run and five five hits. So we we have to love Clevenger in that spot. I think he's a great cash arm. I think he's a great tournament arm. You're right about Paddock. I don't know what it is. I think it's just these, these guys like Dylan Cease, like Josh James, like trendy arms that people are excited about. DraftKings just bumps them up. So, I mean, Paddock is a... I feel like San Diego should get this win and Paddock will probably have a decent start, but it's hard for me to spend 10, nine when I can just go nine, nine with Clevenger who has a higher ceiling in terms of strikeouts. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, so let's move on to uh, Eduardo Rodriguez at home against the blue Jays. Now I actually think they'll write the ship here. I think Eduardo Rodriguez at eight, three on FanDuel is actually a nice play tonight. That's a nice tournament arm um, in terms of price at nine, five on DK. It's still that dog will still hunt against Aaron Sanchez. So load up. All the Red Sox you possibly can tonight against Aaron Sanchez. Forget last night. Shake it off. It was Andrew Kashner. Yeah. Shake it off like Taylor Swift. Move on. Get over <laughs> it and uh, get on the Red Sox bandwagon. That means all of them. JDs, Andrew Bogars, Devers, blah, blah, blah. All those guys. Get get a move on because Aaron Sanchez is going to get lit up in Boston today. Anything else to add to that? Or <laughs> No, you nailed it. <laughs> self-explanatory there. Well, because yeah. people get gun shy. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, oh, yeah. My God, what Recency bias is a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. No, don't get it's Andrew Kashner bias. That's yeah. the kind of bias we're talking about here. Yeah. Robbie, five and two thirds in Texas against Jesse Chavez. Now, how do you approach this one? He's nine six on the FanDuel side. On DraftKings, Robbie Ray is 10 1. Now, good outing for him last time. Do you trust him in Texas? That's the question. Yeah, it's hard to trust him. In- so I'm, I'm starting to personally. Yeah, I. it's hard to trust him at that price. I get it in the walks, but. We've seen it now for, I mean, all year, really. We've seen it all year. Texas can't hit lefties. They just can't yep. hit lefties. And we saw it yesterday with Clark on the hill. Like, they just couldn't they, they couldn't even hit him. So, I mean, for Robbie Ray, who has a higher strikeout ceiling uh, than Clark, and, I, I mean, I would go that way. I would go Robbie Ray. Like, look at all those lefties. The only righty that the Texas can throw at Robbie Ray is Elvis Anders and... Danny Santana, if he gets in there, Hunter Pence returned yesterday to the lineup. So, I mean, I, I like Robbie Ray. I think he's a, I think he's a solid tournament arm. I, I thought a little bit about Jesse Chavez because obviously the 4-1 is appealing, but I, I'm kind of off of him. But if you do want to punt pitching, it's prob- that's probably the way you go in the late slate is is to go with Jesse Chavez and spend up on the bats. But but really feeling I don't, I don't think, so it's hard to go yeah, there. I, I don't think I do. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I think... This is actually one of the few good spots that I'm positive on Robbie Ray because it's the lefty matchup. I really, yeah, I am. He and was it wasn't Clark. It was too. Alex Young. Sorry, my bad. Alex Young yesterday no, right. pitching a lefty. And again, I mean, he only allowed three hits in five and one innings in, yeah. in Texas. He had 4K. This is somebody who doesn't strike out a lot of guys. A oh, too. for you know, sure. Like, well, we the, know that. The things that have gone on, there, you're starting to like get a little bit, okay, it's slowing down, you know, some of those those runs and stuff like that. So I think this is a spot where the D-backs actually have a good, a good position here. I really do. And Jake Lamb at 2-6 is another guy to point out, too, Absolutely. Uh, against Chavez, too, in that ballpark. That's a, that's a good matchup there. Yvonne Nova against Danny Duffy. Uh, I'm going to continue to ride the Whit Merrifield bicycle all the way. You should. Uh, you should. I'm telling you, 3-8, why not on FanDuel? I mean, it just makes sense. I mean, I, until he stops hitting, 
I'm going and, it, and look, his price hasn't gone up now on DK. It's expensive. It's five on DK. It's a tough, tough one to uh, pill to swallow there. But the rest of it's good Four two actually for Dozier. I really like that price as well. Three five um, and three five for Hunter Dozier and Jorge Soler, respectively, on FanDuel. So you could go with a little Royal stack tonight at home against Devon Nova. And I actually like that as a little cost saving as well. Yeah, of course. And they just put up, I think, 11 runs yesterday. Um, yeah, Whip Merrifield is awesome. We talked about him the other day. So he's hitting 311 over the last 30 days. It's a top 10 average in baseball. I mean, this all this guy does is get on base and make things happen. So you're playing on Fandle. I think he's I think he's a solid play. And yeah, I mean, we know about Ivan Nova. He's just he's just not very good. So I, I think there'll be a couple <laughs> home runs. He's just not. I mean, he gives up a lot of contact, no, a, lot of, a lot of homers. So I like to pick on him in Chicago. He's obviously a little bit better on the road, um, but even still, like Dozier. I want to pick on him there. I want to pick on him because that's a contacty kind of top of the order with Mondesi and and Merrifield. That's why. Could be a sneaky play too. Yeah. All right. So how do you feel about the big boy on the board, which is uh, Garrett Cole tonight against your Angels? So how how do you feel? How do you approach this one? Angels are hot, man. They're they're very confident right now. I know Garrett Cole just played the Angels a couple, I think it was two weeks ago. He went seven innings, seven scoreless, only allowed three hits and struck out nine. It's just at that price at twelve five on DraftKings. I, I'm not going to go there personally. Uh, I'm just going to again like the Giants. The Angels are right there in terms of runs scored. I'm sure Garrett Cole is going to be able to rack up seven or eight Ks even against a team like LA who has the lowest strikeout rate in baseball. I'm like it's, it's a given, but it's also a given. He's probably going to allow a couple home runs. So I'm going to shy away at that price. Cause I just like Clevenger too much at nine, nine and Robbie Ray too much at 10 one. And I want to get in some bats. I just feel like there's so much offense to be had that I'm going to go that way. But I know it's, it's either you all, you either go all in Joe or you just completely fade him. It's like one of the two, like if you play well, the trouble is going 20... all in on him. It's like, well, where are you going to go for offense? Exactly. I mean, I, you can You're go really with the Royals, which is fine. Like that's, it's the Royals grouping. It's San Diego. I think those are the two that you can make it work with tonight. You can make it work with the Padres. You can make it work with the Royals. And I don't think that's bad. I think it's perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, but I think Clevenger, that $2,000 that you're saving, literally $2,000 you're saving, that goes a long way to getting those bats in the Red Sox yeah. and, the, and, the, uh, and the Dodgers tonight. And if, I think it, that's where I'm really headed, especially because of the rain, too, because you're going to be taking – other others a lot of other variables out tonight and that gets a little dangerous too because basically it could very quickly become a short slate oh yeah for sure it absolutely can so you know thinking about that as well like if there's three postponed games or something like that where with the heavy teams like say the yankees are not in play the red sox are not in play and and who knows what happens in in philly and la then then i kind of like that option of cole like if you were to tell me that those three games would be postponed then i would i would be in on cole a little bit more i'd go cole and Royals, like you said, maybe Cole and Diamondbacks who are who are affordable. Like on Fandle right now, plugging in Cole, you leave yourself about three thousand dollars on average to to go across the board. Now there's some Dodgers in there as well, but there's there's some risks. So I, I think that maybe a lot of people will fade Cole. So I wouldn't completely ignore him. If you're a multi-tournament player, like you're gonna put together 10 to 15 tournament lineups, I'd have a share. But I'm really intrigued with the Astros bats. And it's just it's just way too hard to go Cole and Astros. You just can't get it done. And I'd just rather have the bats against Felix Pena, a fly ball guy. Lefties crush them. I think Brantley and Alvarez are certainly in play tonight. And I'd even I would even get some exposure to Altuve. We know the price on DraftKings has finally jumped up. He's four six now. Like 
I guess it's everyone talking about what's going on with Altuve, but he's still four on Fanduel. I think that's a pretty solid, solid play. Like, yeah, I don't, we runs. haven't seen a four in front of his name since he's been. Back. Oh, right, we haven't <laughs> on Fanduel. No. It's been no. threes only for that. All right, let's fly around the betting lines. What do you like tonight, especially considering the tenuous weather? What's a safe bet for you? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll we'll go. We'll, we'll take. Man, it's tough. <laughs> there's no safety tonight. There's there there really isn't. On. Yeah, the yeah. one thing I mean, if well, you're gonna make it, some, you know, it's not bad advice to say, hey, you know what? Not a good night. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong. With it. I feel like everybody's like, well, I have to say something. I mean, there's gonna be a home run hit tonight. We have to do the home run call. But if you're saying, you know what, tonight night you lay off, there's nothing yeah. wrong with saying that. But if no. there was something you did like, then say it. Yeah, no, there is there okay. for the early, for the early action. I, I'd like Oakland again. Again, I, I know it seems chalky, but I mean minus one ninety right now. Talking to you guys a little bit later than we usually do. There's still pretty solid odds for for Oakland and Minnesota. I, I know there'll probably be some runs in the Salana Milwaukee game, so that over at ten. Uh, those are three games I like in the early slate. And just moving on over. I mean, if you do bet the Dodgers and that game is canceled, it's a wash. Like you you can still win your money. It'll just be. It, just think of it as like um, a pass. Like it just, your odds will just get a little bit lower. It's it's so you can still go in on the Dodgers. If you want to the Red Sox, if you want to the Yankees, like those are teams that I still like Washington, you get involved with those teams. You'll have to pick them by a couple runs, but I like Arizona as, as a road dog. And I like, uh, I like the Astros tonight. So those are two I feel confident about and as well. The Padres, the Padres over Miami. All right. So it's that time to call our shot and I'm going to go, to Boston for this one because Aaron Sanchez is on the mound and I love me some Aaron Sanchez when it comes to potential home runs we're in Boston so hopefully they'll get this one in it uh just you know keeping my fingers crossed in this but uh I'm gonna go with Raphael Devers and uh that's my shot that I'm going to call if he gets rained out I'm gonna give you a second one or if we get to a point where delays and things like that uh I'm actually gonna go back to back for Whit Merrifield back to back nights for nice, Whit with a little nice. bit of a power surge this guy is just He's just locked in, Chris. He is locked and loaded, ready to go. Love me some Whit Merrifield. Where are you going tonight for your call on your shot? I'm going to go with Jordan Alvarez tonight, a little lefty against Ooh. Felix Pena. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to try him out in this. And, you know, the same thing. I wanted to go back to Philly and, and L.A. This, we'll say the same thing we said yesterday, Joe. If you're in a home run pool, I mean, I think you should attack Nick Pavetta. You get some Dodgers in there, oh, whether absolutely. it's Jock Peterson. I think AJ Pollock is in a really good spot again, and and just want to throw his name out there because he's he's got value on both sides. It's very rare to find a batter who has value on Fanduel and on DraftKings, and AJ Pollock is under four K on both sites. So I think he's a he's a good lineup builder, a good starter. All right, there you have it. So that'll do it for me and Chris Meany. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Line Star App at Line Star MLB at Joe Pisa PS Seventeen and at Chris Meany. Make sure you're using that Line Star app to make sure all your lineups get all the tools you need to be successful in DFS and in life and, and in life. So that'll Good do it for me and Chris. We will be back tomorrow, which we're not usually, but because there's a whole bunch of games on the Thursday slate coming out of that all-star break, we are going to be back with a show for you tomorrow. So those of you who always get sad that we're not there on Thursday and things don't feel right, well, we're going to do the Thursday show for you. So you're welcome. We listen to the people and uh, we're, we're, we're pe- the people's hosts. I mean, we're all right, about the Chris? people. I mean, we're like, all about we the people. We're, we're yeah. the people's show here. So that'll do it for me and Chris Meany. There's nothing left to do now except step out of the on deck circle 
and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meaney.